When I was a young account executive, the feedback I got on every annual review was, you give too much positive feedback. You need to balance it with constructive feedback too. I never really understood that one. Sure, if someone needed some help with something or things were going poorly, constructive feedback was necessary and most often encouraged by the recipient. But to give constructive feedback every time I gave positive feedback, come on. But it was on every single review for years. I'm great at telling you all of the time what you're doing well and terrible at searching for things you're not doing well. Turns out I was right. R-I-G-H-T, right. Giving positive feedback boosts morale, instills confidence, and motivates employees to do their best. It also helps to retain great people who will move the business forward. Plus, it's lots more fun to work in an organization where people appreciate you and recognize the work you're doing. Not to say we need to do away with constructive feedback, not at all. But there is also no reason to make it up just to provide the good and the bad every time you want to tell someone they're doing a great job. This is what we're going to talk about on this week's episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. Why it's important to give positive feedback as it's warranted and when to pepper in the constructive. Stay tuned. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks and stories and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spinflex Podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. A survey by the the Society of Human Resource Management found that 80% of HR leaders work at organizations that have an employee recognition program. Of those leaders, 89% reported their recognition program helped improve the overall employee experience, 86% said it improved employee relationships, and 84% said it improved employee engagement. I mean, duh. Of course, people like to be recognized and rewarded for their work. This is the entire premise behind Daniel Pink's book, Drive. He says that money does not motivate people, but having a purpose does. For instance, if you were told you could make a million dollars a year in salary to sit in the middle of an empty warehouse on a folding chair and sit and stare at the wall for eight hours a day, would you do it? Many of us joke that for that kind of money, we could do anything. But I also guarantee most of us would not make it a week. I wouldn't make it a day. I may not even make it an hour. Eight hours would feel like 100 hours. No amount of money in the world is worth that. Likewise, those of you who are cyclists will understand this. When riding your bike, there are seven zones. Zone one is for warm up and cool down and zone seven is for sprints and races. Everything in between has a purpose and endurance athletes spend most of their time in zones two and three. Riding in zone two is the pace you ride for lots of mileage or for many hours, five to six hours or 100 or more miles but it can be boring as all get out. Sure, it's easy. And yes, you can ride for a long time at that pace, but it's easy enough that it seems to drag. If someone told me they'd pay me a billion dollars to ride in zone two for the rest of my life, I would say, nope, I'm good. Thanks, but no thanks. I'd rather not ride my bike than only do zone two rides. And that's the point. People want to have a purpose. They want to strive towards something and they want to be recognized for the good they are putting out into the world via their work, their families, their communities, and their friends and for being able to crush a Zone 7 ride once or twice a week. You can make a difference in helping your colleagues feel appreciated, whether you're the boss, at the middle of your career, or just starting out. But there is a cautionary tale when it comes to positive feedback. Don't do it just because you were told it's what motivates people. 
We use a daily stand-up bot in Slack as a replacement for having another meeting on the calendar. It drives me crazy that once a week, it will ping me and say, time to give some kudos. Excuse me, robot. I give kudos all on my own. I don't need you to tell me it's time, nor does it need to be forced. It won't be appreciated if it's forced or if people figure out a robot is telling you when to do it. Instead, look for opportunities to give kudos. Listen to what your colleagues are saying about one another. Hopefully it's only good and provide that kind of feedback. While almost no one likes to hear so-and-so was saying nasty things about you, we do love to hear, I was in a meeting on Monday with CEO and COO, and they were talking about what a great job you did writing our latest ebook. They thought it was well thought out and 100% applicable to our target audience. (sighs) Doesn't that feel good? It's specific, it's valuable, and it came from the top. In this case, but it could also come from peers. And it doesn't need to be accompanied with constructive feedback. It's positive and it can stand on its own. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk about what types of positive feedback to give and how to give it. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. When I started my agency and social media was becoming a thing, a client believed it would hit the business world and he wanted his team to use it but no one wanted to add one more thing to their overflowing task lists. So we created a contest. It had different levels, create an account, share one piece of company news, grow your following, have a conversation, and so on. And still, it failed. I remember sitting in the client's office while we brainstormed ideas to get them involved. What we decided to do was ask each of them for one thing they really wanted, but didn't want to spend their own money on. For one person, it was to dine in a fancy restaurant with his wife. Another person wanted an expensive hair straightener. Another wanted a Starbucks gift card to cover her daily habit. And so the contest was relaunched. And guess what? This time it worked. Because we rewarded them with things they individually wanted, they were more motivated to do the work. Though we no longer work with that client, I understand that program is still in place. It's evolved to be more about employee appreciation than social media use, but they still use it. The reason it works so well is we link the positive behavior to business results. Back then, it was all about increasing followers and building engagement, so that's what we rewarded. And we made it personal to motivate them. Notice we didn't just hand out bonuses, which is what most companies are inclined to do. If we gave money, it was in the form of a gift card that they could spend on something they wouldn't buy for themselves. That's because, as we know from the book Drive, people are not motivated by money. They'll be excited at first, but that lasts only a week or two. 
Give them something they wouldn't buy for themselves though, and you've created a memory. A couple of other things to think about when delivering feedback, and these work for both positive and constructive. Deliver the feedback as soon as you can after you notice their achievement. Positive feedback always is better delivered when it's in front of others. I like to do it during weekly team meetings so everyone gets to celebrate the person. And be specific and detailed. One more thing to note, some people may not enjoy being praised in front of their colleagues, so always be sure to ask. While most people enjoy the spotlight, there are some who do not. So before you go showering them with praise, ask them what they prefer. And lastly, read the book, Thanks for the Feedback. While it's written to help employees ask for feedback, especially the critical kind, it will give you ideas on how to improve your feedback loop. It looks at the intersection between our wanting to be accepted as we are and wanting to learn and grow, and it helps you understand that even positive feedback can sometimes throw people off. Don't be afraid to give positive feedback. Don't let a negative boss tell you you're giving too much positive feedback. And do figure out what motivates your team so the feedback you provide is well internalized with curiosity and grace. You're such a good listener to make it all the way through this episode that I'd love to give you a gift. If you're not already part of the thriving, interesting, and fun SpinSux community, the invitation is open and free. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy, smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 